You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 128 of the Ghoul Friends Podcast. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we just got the mother of all bloopers <laughs> on the recording. <laughs> You're welcome. Yes. Um, I We always, of course, like to test right before we start recording, just to make sure things sound good. And Caitlin <laughs> let out the most... I, I don't know, guttural, guttural belch I have ever heard, <laughs> and it's perfectly recorded, so I think I'm going to stick it behind the outro music, so if you want to hear that fun little nugget, you just keep on listening, so you can get a sense of how unprofessional we are. <laughs> and how I literally act like a 12-year-old boy. Literally. Not wrong. So it just doesn't burp. I mean, you burp, I but do. like, they're just like little, like, quiet little, Yeah. Well, I wasn't raised by a herd of men like you were. <laughs> Burping and farting was a yeah. sport in our house. <laughs> yeah. Caitlin, it's a little bit like being married to a man sometimes. <laughs> You're not wrong. You know. You, it just wasn't like your family didn't laugh at things that like my family laughed at. No. Like, burps and farts. Yeah, we had very different, like, senses of humor. You couldn't, like, burp and fart, like, in a restaurant or, like, out in public or, like... You had to, like, control yourself. It was just, like, within our little bubble of people that was allowed. Mm. Not at the dinner table. That was, like, our only, like, rule in our entire house. It's so ironic because you break that rule on the reg. Sorry. (laughs) You're like, my house. My my rules. rules. (laughs) I will do whatever I want wherever I want. Indeed. Yeah. Pretty much. Yes. What else is new this week? Um, Cats are getting more settled. I was about to say, I think last time we recorded, they were still fresh, Fresh freshly arrived. So uh, they are much, much better than they were last we talked to you. Yep. Um, Everyone is more comfortable. They, you know, don't stick to us like they used to. Mm -hmm. Um, And they've gotten more accustomed to the sounds. That's not as scary as it used to be. Well, and like, I don't know if we mentioned it last time. I'm sure we did. That we've never, like, lived in... I mean, it's pretty loud here. We're in the city. Yeah, we are, like, in the city. Um, and it's loud, and we also live, like, in an apartment. There's yeah. not many apartments here, but we're on the ground floor. Yeah. And so people kind of going up and down the elevator. And There's noise. It's noisy. Yeah. yeah. And anywhere we've lived, it's been rather quiet. Yeah. So. It's true. No. They've, they've done well. They have, and they're uh, more comfortable. We've started doing, like, smaller trips and kind of leaving them, so they get used to that. I don't have, obviously, any human children, but I obviously know how hard it could be to leave, like, going to the, you know, daycare for the first time. Yeah. You had gone to work, and I brought you to work, I think, and they both were standing by the front door when I got Mm. there, and I, like, cried, so I'm like, I'm so sorry. (laughs) And then I had to leave them again in the afternoon because I forgot something at the store, and I was, like, so upset. I know. They're they're not waiting by the door anymore. No. Is she in the chair? She's, yeah, she's in the yellow chair. Oh, that's quite cute. She, they both have this chair in our living room that we knew they would fight over, and they indeed <laughs> fight over who gets to sit in it. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Mishka, they've also figured out the... They're called Ruladens here, but they're, like, automatic window Lines, shades. Yeah. So at night, obviously, we shut them, and our mm-hmm. house is, like, they're pitch black. damn good if it's you want black to black out. out. Yeah, <laughs> like, it is, like, a blackout shade. Like, it's pure daylight right now, but I can look down the hall, and it's, completely it's dark. pitch black. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, but now they figured out that we control when they open and close. <laughs> so at 6 a.m., Mishka decided, and I would like them up, Gills. <laughs> I want to look outside. <laughs> and he just stands there and howls at the window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like, buddy, no. We're not doing that. You're not going to see us at 7 a.m. <laughs> and I had kind of created a monster mm-hmm. of Mishka back in South Carolina, mm-hmm. where I thought it was really cute to hold him at the kitchen sink. And let him drink yeah. from the faucet. Super cute. <laughs> and then I was like, eh, they're going to be with Grandma and Grandpa for a little while. It's fine. <laughs> and, and somehow Caitlin created a monster water buffalo out of Nishka. Literally. And your mom's like, why is he just standing at the sink howling? I was like, pick him up to it and let him drink. She's like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> she did. Yes, who did that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we were laughing earlier because... He hasn't done that. He hasn't no. meowed because usually if I'm standing by the sink, he'll just sit there and meow at me until I yeah. pick him up. We told Mishka there are no faucets in Germany, so. <laughs> and I was making lunch, and I was obviously near the sink in the kitchen, and he starts like howling behind me, and I was like, "How does he know?" <laughs> we told him there were no faucets, so I picked him up. I put my back to the sink so he didn't see it, and then walked into his water fountain and yeah. drank, and he was fine. But I'm like, I have to. Sorry, buddy. I kind of cut that one short. And Mishka knows how to really lay it on thick because Mishka <laughs> will do this really cute thing where if he wants you to pay attention to him, like, from the ground, oh, so cute. he'll reach up and, like, tap you with his paw, like, on your leg to get your attention. <laughs> and, like, Caitlin is such a sucker for it, so every time he wants the faucet, he just, like, lays it on and, like, gives her the little paw tap. <laughs> it's very cute. It is very cute. I'm just so, like, happy they're here. Like, I just keep looking at him and I'm like... Oh, I'm so glad you're here. Like, I know. Obsessed with them. Like we do not leave them alone ever. No, and I mean, I know. Um, you know, it was hard getting them adjusted, and I know, like at first, like you know, first trip, like you said, they were by the door, but mm-hmm. you know, at the same time, it's also like we can't ever not leave them yeah. again. Like it's true. I just, they, I think this move was like really like tough on them. Like I think so. they're older cats. Mm-hmm. You know, they're old, but they're older, they're close to ten. So yeah, Misha's twelve. I mean, they're they're older, mm-hmm. and we've put them through a lot in a lot of movies, but this one yeah, was by far the most grueling. No, I agree, but it just shows how resilient they are. That mm-hmm. you know they've adjusted. They're now on this time zone. They sleep at night. Mm-hmm. They eat. They drink. Yeah. They decimate their two litter boxes. What is that? What is what on my arms? Yeah. I don't know. It's not a bruise. I don't think. Ringworm. Oh, you got monkeypox. Oh, shut up. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Been there for a little bit. I didn't know if it was something, so. Huh. No, because I have a bruise on this arm. I'm running into our door. <clears throat> Just notice it. Oh. Side track. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, other than that, I mean, they're here. Our things are here. We're finally, like, fully settled. So yeah. now it's, like, time to start thinking about exploring and going places and traveling which is exciting yes and then um your friend booked a trip yep she's coming in september September. your parents are coming in september it's gonna be a busy month september busy month yes yes so i know that tomorrow we are planning on doing there's two castles we want to see this weekend yes also we can preface with this is today's saturday yes monday is the fourth of july yes so it's a long Long weekend. Long weekend for us. So we're going, I think, tomorrow to either Frankenstein's Castle or Rhinestein. Rhinestein. 
<clears throat> Sorry, there was a frog in there. Yeah. Frankenstein Castle. Which both are pretty cool. Frankenstein's obviously a bit more spooky in background. Mm-hmm. Rheinstein is, from what I understand, um, right on the uh, the Rhine River. So it looks very beautiful. Yeah. And it's not terribly far from where we are. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're just trying to do some, like, fun little day trips to get out and see stuff. Yeah. Well, I want to, like, have places to go as well when people mm-hmm. come. Like, yep. I think they all kind of want to stay around here, not, you know... We live here, so we're talking about going to, like, France and... Right, you know, but they're not going to be here for two weeks, or you would have, like... Plenty of time, time so to do that. I think we're going to stick here in Germany. Yep. Um, <clears throat> which, there's also a Facebook group that's, like, day trips. Oh, yeah, Close that's to, like, right. where we live, yeah. and that's super helpful. Yeah, we People that have lived here, and, how to do you know, it. just something you can do for a day. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm, I would want to go and do something every day. Yeah, I'm a big fan of a day trip. Yeah. Me too. So, yeah. But I like to sleep in my own bed. I mean, don't get me wrong, I do love hotels, but, like, crawling, in, like, into your own bed is... Yeah. Is, it's awesome. nice. Yeah. yeah. And it's cool. We're, we're very well located, so we can get to a lot of different things in a yeah. day. So, it's mm-hmm. quite useful for us to be able to take advantage of that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. We're excited. I'm... I put a TikTok up on our story... <clears throat> um, about people being excited for summer and then like it flashes to someone being excited for like Halloween I'm like that's us that's <laughs> true. like I don't hate on me summer lovers but I just don't, I don't like summer like I don't like heat it's not as I say it's an unpopular opinion yeah but I feel like spooky people love fall I think you have to by yeah. default like <laughs> no I am a much bigger fan of the fall the fall the autumn mm-hmm. yeah like I love like Again, unpopular opinions, but I love in the fall, and I can't wait to see it here, like, moody, kind of, like, gray, grayish mm-hmm. days when it's chilly and you can have yeah. the windows open. Like, that's that's my shit. It's definitely taken some getting used to here with no AC. Oh, yeah. um, we have, like, the, the window unit mm-hmm. in our bedroom. Better, yeah. But, I mean, just getting used to it. And now, like, it was fine when the cats weren't here because mm-hmm. we have in our kitchen slash living room dining room like two huge sliding sliding glass doors and just opening those up was so helpful yeah um we have like a little back balcony but we don't trust our cats out there at all so those have to stay shut which kind of sucks because mishka's stupid fat ass would crawl out there get on the ledge spread his like many fat like <laughs> pockets together to make wings and sail <laughs> off our deck like, like a, a fucking squirrel. sugar glider <laughs> <laughs> they would i don't kid mishka's not so much been interested um because like i said we have the rulatins that also come down on the sliders yeah um so you can kind of put them down and tilt them and tilt them so then you get a good airflow so we've been sticking the fan in there mm-hmm. and there's a way they probably could get out so they and haven't kitty we just try to can like negative import like I don't know how to <laughs> you call that. Someone show me. Just try to like deter her from it, like sure. not scare her, but like make noise so she's like kind of freaked out. Not about wanting it. to go over there, but she's pretty interested in yeah. like trying to get in there. Yeah, I'm like, oh, don't. The other day you had gone, you were at work, and I was going through the store. And I had the window, the fan in the window, and I forgot to take it out before I left. Mm. And I got like right, you know, the light right yeah. here, I whipped it around so <laughs> fast. And I, I was like, like nope. I, there's no way I'm going to make it through the shopping trip Mm-mm. without like a panic attack. Yeah, it's true. The anxiety will get you. Yeah. 
Now, I feel like we've done a good bit oh, of rambling. Oh, we did. Yeah, we did. Just yakking. Yes, yeah, yakking. Just talking. <laughs> um, yeah. So, all in all, cats are here. They're good. We're sweating, but we're good. Yep. We're ready for fall. We're ready for fall and ready to kind of start adventuring now yes. that we're yes. here, settled. We've been in our house for a month? Uh, yes. Because we moved in in the middle of May. Yeah. June, Six weeks. Yeah, we've been here a little bit now. Settled. Yeah. All right. Good. Do you want to go first or want me to go first? Um, how many do you have? Two. Okay. I have two as well. Okay. So, do you want to rock, paper, scissors? Sure. Okay. Rock, rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors, shoot. Oh, beat your ass. Yep. Um, I'll go first. Okay. I have one that is not paranormal at all. <laughs> Okay. But it goes along with the theme of the episode, the episode which is you had suggested this one. I heard um, the term and I liked it. Nautical nightmares. Nautical nightmares. Yeah. Um, so this, the first thing that I thought of was the ship at Higgins Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, so growing up, I, my grandmother mm-hmm. has a house on a beach called Higgins Beach in Scarborough, Maine. Yep. And it was like. It's a tiny little house. Mm-hmm. Um, that side of the family is huge. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like literally, like they're super <clears throat> tall, <laughs> yeah. and there, there's a lot of them. <laughs> yes. So this is a two-bedroom, one-bathroom, yeah. tiny cottage. It's a tiny-ass house. <laughs> tiny cottage. Um, there are five siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, this is my dad's side of the family, five yeah. siblings. Um, and between them were 14 grandchildren. The weekends in the summer are open to anybody mm-hmm. and everybody. Like, we would literally line the, like, front room up with sleeping bags. And there's, like... And that's where you would all sleep. 14 grandchildren. Just Loaded in there in this yeah. tiny house. Luckily, there's a huge beach. So, it's, like, go outside, Stay go play, there. go... <laughs> yeah, there was plenty to do, but sleeping was a little rough. And the bathroom situation was rough. Oh, I bet. Um... But growing up, there's just this ship. It's the shipwreck. Everybody calls it the shipwreck. Mm-hmm. And it's literally a shipwreck. Just like just stuck in the, yep, in the middle of the, in the beach mm. by like the river. If you keep walking all the way down, there's yeah. just a the river. Um, we always would play on it, play in it. There's always like a pool of water. It always had tons of snails. Yeah. And, like, of Opportunities for tetanus, all that good stuff. <laughs> All the good stuff. Um, so it kind of just, as soon as you, like, we're talking about boats, it reminded me mm, of that. that. Um, <clears throat> so I thought, I'll just, like, look into it. I don't really know the story other than it was a coal ship mm, that's um, right. that crashed. Because we would all go and look for coal. Mm. Which, I swear to you, once you realize how old this is and what happened, you really can still find coal. Like, mm. we, I found many things. My aunt and uncle... Love searching for coal. And oh. I find it all the time. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I just will do a little deep dive of... What is seen it. it. Yes. Yeah, I've been there. I've been there, man. That's where we got engaged. engaged. Yep. yep. Sure is. Um, so, this is called... I didn't even know the name of it. So, this was all new to me. So, it's so pretty cool. we'll have to tell your dad. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And give him the... Guess what? <laughs> we figured out the name of the boat. <laughs> um, so, this is called the Howard Double... W ship. I'm choking. I'm stuttering. I forgot how to talk. <laughs> the Howard W. Middleton shipwreck. Um, 
So, like I said, this is just going to be a history lesson. There's not really anything paranormal, so sorry. <laughs> um, so the ship is made of white oak and yellow pine, and it was built in 1882 Damn. at Camden, New Jersey. And apparently that was, like, a really big, like, ship-building company. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they basically called it, like, this was, like, a mother of all mm-hmm. ships. Okay. Um, huge sailboat. It had three huge sails. Oh, it was a sailboat. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, huge, big. I mean, you can see how big it is, yeah. and that's not even the whole. Right, that's just part of it. Yeah. Right. Um. So, like I said, 1882 it was built. Fast forward a couple of years. Um, it's made many trips up and down the East Coast. Um, this trip was leaving from Philadelphia to go to Portland, Maine. Mm-hmm. Um, and it left Philadelphia on August second, nineteen or er, 1897, mm-hmm. and. This was a coal company called Peter Nickerson Company, mm-hmm. um, and the ship was carrying 894 tons of coal. That's a lot of coal. That's a lot of coal. <clears throat> um, so this was on August 11th. It is making its way up the coast. Almost makes it to Portland. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm not having a good time. <laughs> um, Sorry. <laughs> That's going to be a back. weird cut. <laughs> Caitlin was like hawking something up and we had to give her a minute. Got to pause. Yeah. So sorry. I don't know what is going on, but yeah. there's a, a lot of phlegm in there. Um, anyways, shit ton of coal. And this was on, like I said, August 11th. And this night was so foggy, there was declared zero visibility. Mm. Not really a good... Um, Time to be out sailing. No. And if you know anything about the coast of Maine, it's very rocky. Yeah. Um, also not good for a boat made, especially of wood. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Um, so basically in the middle of the night, all like nearby residents are awoken by this loud, like crash. Mm. Nobody can figure out what it is. It's so foggy. Nobody can see. Mm-hmm. So everybody kind of just yeah. goes back to sleep, wakes up in the morning and there's this huge fucking sailboat <laughs> on the beach. And they're mm. like, what the hell? Um, so basically the whole beach is scattered with this crashed ship and almost 900 tons of coal. Yeah. What do people do? They come out with like buckets and wheelbarrows <laughs> and they're like, loading that shit up. Um, cause obviously back yeah. then coal was a great way to heat your home. And if you know anything about Maine as well, it's cold. It's fucking cold in the winter. <laughs> it's real cold. Um, so... Like I said, you literally can still find pieces of coal mm. from the ship there. Um, basically, every year it looks different, the ship. Yeah. Like, so the shipwreck is still there. We could put a picture of it on like, yeah. Instagram and Facebook yep. to see, but um, Google a picture of it. The sand is always different, so like some pieces are like more exposed. It's so, like if there's a big storm, like a lot of the sand can get washed away. Mm-hmm. So. It like every year it changes in looks and yeah <clears throat> the tides and whatever. Um, but I just remember like that was that was a thing when we were kind of allowed to walk without our parents. Mm-hmm. Like we're gonna go walk down to the shipwreck. <laughs> I just think we're cool Ooh. shit walking by ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> there was not like I said anything really paranormal. Did anyone die when this like? Nope, nobody died. Oh, yeah. They all just kind of jumped ship. They were on the beach kind of, yeah. anyway, it was just rocky and you know, just like, whoops. <laughs> um, and I couldn't find why they just left the ship. I, I don't yeah. understand why, but they just did. Yeah. Um, and all the coal and didn't try to 
like pick it up or <laughs> take it where it needed to go. Portland yeah. is not far from Scarborough. Yeah. Um, the only person that I could relate to any death around the boat um, was this was a while ago, but um, like I said, kind of the sand and stuff around the ship changes. And mm-hmm. at one point there was a huge like pool of water um, in front of it. Basically the tide comes in, mm-hmm. it covers the ship, the tide goes out. So it's constantly getting like mm-hmm. battered with water. And it was like an eight foot like pool mm-hmm. right in front of it at one point, And a 12 year old boy drowned oh. there. Oh. That's, yeah. There was a lot of like drownings, you know, where that big rock is mm-hmm. in the middle. <clears throat> If the, like when the tide goes out, you can get behind the rock, and there was like a little boy mm. that was there, and the tide came in, and he couldn't get out from like behind it. Uh, so people actually saved him; he didn't die, but yeah, like it was pretty dangerous. It's scary out there. Yeah, I mean, currents at <clears throat> all can be yeah, really yeah. bad. I remember like my parents obviously being very cautious of like swimming, and mm-hmm. if there was like a big rip tide, yeah, like we were only allowed to go to like our knees in yeah. the water. Yeah, like, for sure, it's smart. good advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the story of the Howard W. Middleton shipwreck. Interesting. Yeah. If you ever go to Maine, now you know what to look for. Yeah. If you go out to Higgins. It's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> also, fun fact, next to where my dad broke his neck. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. He also did not die. He, he, almost, is, he almost died, but he did not. He did not. He, he survived. Oh, my God. Greg became the, the bent, ne- bent neck. Bent neck. <laughs> <laughs> he made a fantastic... Uh, Frankenstein yeah. for Halloween. I bet he did. With his that is own. why you do not dive in shallow water. Yes. Just shout out there. Yes. It was awful. To, I yeah. literally watched someone break their neck. Ooh. We all thought no, it was no. not coming up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he slept on it that night. Because Greg's a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, that was a good one. Thank you. The next one is paranormal, I promise. <laughs> Fair. All right. Uh, well, both of mine are paranormal. Okay. Um, as a paranormal podcast should be. <laughs> as, you know, one would think. Um, so I did both. Uh, both are military ships. Um, okay. They have some really interesting history. It kind of <clears throat> reminded me of the USS Yorktown, which is uh, moored in Charleston Harbor, yep. which we did a ghost tour on. It was awesome. Caitlin saw a ghost. Yep. We did. Yep. Me so, and our friend. Yeah, that's right. We both saw it. We both looked at each other and we're like, wait a minute. And yeah. nobody else saw it. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. So the one I'm talking about is uh, the USS Constellation, um, which I had not really heard of this before, so this was kind of interesting. <clears throat> so if you look at pictures of it, it actually looks like a giant sailboat. It was actually the last sail-only ship built by the Navy. Okay. Um, so way before we had aircraft carriers, we had like still like the primary method of getting around was by sail. Yep. Um, so it was built in 1854 from salvaged parts off of the frigate, um, the USS Constellation, which was its predecessor. Uh, so it took on the name after it was built. Um, and I'll spare you, it has kind of a long history, but it was essentially decommissioned and then re-entered service multiple times during, um, during the ship's career. Okay. You can read about all of that if you would like to. Um, so one of the kind of highlights of the career is that on May 21st of 1861, the USS Constellation captured a Confederate brig called Triton, and that was actually making, it made it the first naval capture of the Civil War. Ooh. And obviously, um, the USS Constellation sailed for the Union. Okay. So, th- found that interesting. <clears throat> um, in 1871, it was used to carry midshipmen on summer training cruises, um, and she did that for 22 years. And midshipmen are, um, you will see them through time reference as naval cadets, but... 
These are people attending the U.S. Naval Academy, or referred to as midshipmen. Oh, okay. So she spent some time, uh, you know, taking them to and fro on summer training stuff. <clears throat> like, like the Citadel cadets, or? Um, similar, and I, I don't know the that's, specifics that's behind this. Um, I think, I don't know the deal behind the Citadel. I know it is a military academy, but... Like, I don't know if it's directly linked to a specific branch. Like, the okay. U.S. Naval Academy is obviously the Navy. But it's, this, like, similar. Yes, okay. similar okay. ideas. Okay. Gotcha. Um, I just never heard that term before. Oh, mm-hmm. Yep, fun fact, um, Celeste wanted to go to the Naval Academy real bad when she was in high school. Fun fact, I wanted to go in the Air Force yeah, real bad. Yeah, so, <laughs> we, girlfriends probably would not exist, if I had to guess. <laughs> nope. Um, so, let's see. So, from March to June of 1880... The Constellation brought supplies to Ireland to assist famine victims at mm-hmm. the time with the Great Potato Famine. Um, and its last appearance as a U.S. naval ship was at a ceremony for the 150th anniversary signing of the Declaration of Independence. Cool. Um, so after that, uh, <clears throat> money, obviously the ship was decommissioned. And long story short, and Pete trying to figure out where she would go, um, a lot of money was raised. Uh, the ship was renovated. And today it lives in its permanent home parked in Baltimore Harbor, Maryland. So oh. you probably saw it without knowing what you were looking probably, at. Probably, yeah. When you, because um, when we lived in Virginia, Caitlin's family came mm-hmm. to visit for a week, and they... I remember seeing it. It looks like a giant sailboat. Yes, and it's right across from the aquarium. Yes, it's, yep. Oh, so you funny. have seen it. I have seen it. Mm-hmm. Didn't even know it. Yeah, Google Friends podcast, I don't think, was even a thing then either. So I was No, no, it was way wasn't before even it was thinking, What? Sorry, my speaky chair. No, it's all right. So yeah, you have seen I it. Do, I remember exactly what it looks like. That's yeah. so funny. I was bummed I didn't go, get to go that day. I, what? I think we could, I think you walk on it somewhere near the aquarium. What's it called? The USS Constellation? Yep. You can keep talking. Um, okay. Now I'm like... Now I'm invested. I'm, <laughs> I didn't care, but now I care. Now I care. Bring me back. <laughs> Except out. Um, so obviously the ship is uh, permanently moored in uh, the harbor in Baltimore. And today it, you can take tours of it. It's now maintained. Um, and you can learn all about uh, the history and the hauntings. Because she's got a fair amount of those going on. Interesting. Yeah, I know exactly where that is. Oh, we did not go on it, but you can get right up to it because... That right mm-hmm. there was where um, there's a, um, oh, a Hard Rock Cafe, mm-hmm. and we went to Dick's, oh. and that's, like, right there. So I remember, that's funny. Oh, that's I wish funny. I would have known. I know. Y'all should have gone on. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. Okay. Sorry. So I'm, like, fangirling No, you're here. good. I, I knew you were going to find that interesting, because mm-hmm. I was like, I bet you saw it without yeah, even knowing it. Um, so, yeah, she is wicked haunted. Um, so pretty much as soon as the ship was permanently docked, crew that were on the submarine Pike beside it, that's parked nearby, re- started reporting um, seeing lights at night and even figures walking around the mm-hmm. ship when no one was supposed to be there. So I always find it funny when we can, um, you know, cite specific ghosts, and this is one of those cases. Sweet. So um, first up, we have Neil Harvey. And um, Neil Harvey had a very unfortunate end. Um, so in 1799, he was court-martialed for abandoning his post during a battle against the French on February 5th of 1799. Um, and this pretty much, you know, the result of this court-martial was him being branded as a, a traitor okay. and a deserter. So <clears throat> it, the punishment did not start off well. Uh, Lieutenant Starrett um, stabbed him with his sword, enough to wound him but not kill him. Okay. Um, 
They were saving that for his uh, method of execution, which was um, particularly brutal. He was executed by being tied to a cannon and literally being blown up. Ooh. Yeah. So you can imagine <laughs> the end result of that. Um, yeah. So he's often seen on the top deck wandering around, but he's not seen as a full body apparition. It's more of like a, a, a mass, like a, oh. kind of a blob, um, which obviously would depict the, yeah. uh, the manner of his death. Yikes. That's brutal. Yeah. They, they weren't messing around with that one. So um, next up, we have uh, the ghost of Captain Thomas Truxturn, um, who actually was the person who signed off on the execution of Neil Harvey. So that's unfortunate that they get to hang out in the afterlife. <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> They're like, yeah, I hope they've made amends with each other by now. Um, he was actually the first commander of the USS Constellation, was um, very successful, very well-revered, um, apparently very brutal. And he's often seen in uniform, kind of strolling along the top deck. Um, and he was actually photographed by members of the Pike submarine crew um, who described seeing an older gentleman wearing um, what looked a, like vintage um, okay. naval uniforms. Okay. Um, so he's hanging out there, too. Now, another ghost we have is Carl Hansman. He was the watchman of the USS Constellation until 1965, which it sounds kind of like that was maybe the caretaker of the ship. Okay. Maybe before sure. she became like kind of open to the public. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually did have a military career, too. He served as a Royal Navy cook um, when he was a younger man, and he was very emotionally attached to the ship, um, loved everything about it, you know, was very dedicated to his post. And um, after he died, it is said that when people come aboard, um, they'll often be greeted by an older man who offers to either take them on a tour and will go through the history. It's very friendly. And when they get to the end of the tour, a tour guide will walk up to them and say, do you want to start a tour? And they're like, we just had one. With a guy named Carl, and they're like, "Well, we hate to tell you, but Carl is dead." Um, so he, you just had a tour with a ghost, um, or people will get lost, and Carl will kind of show up out of nowhere and show them back to where they need to be. Oh, so he's just, he's just, just good after life, doing what he loves. But I found that very interesting. Yeah. Um, and then finally, there is the spirit of an eleven-year-old boy. Um, you'll find this interesting. Okay. But um, Sybil Leak, who was a psychic who worked with Hans Holzer, the Holzer Files, which we've watched. I think we saw this episode. They did an episode here. Okay. Um, She stated that there was a boy that was murdered below deck that was a surgeon's assistant. So EVPs of his voice have been captured before. Interesting. That was a good show. Yeah, that was a really good show. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that is the USS Constellation. I love that one. That one one hit me in my feels. Yeah. That's cool. That is very good. Good one. Thank you. I also like the name Sybil. Sybil. We're not going to have children, but I might name one 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 day if I ever had one. Sybil. Maybe a cat. Yeah, maybe maybe a cat. (laughs) We we ordered a plant on Amazon. You name her Sybil. Oh, no. It was like a palm. Mm. So it's got to be like Palmer. (laughs) (laughs) Of course that name wouldn't fit. (laughs) I am excited for my plant. Yes. So decorating we've done well. You do know it's a fake plant, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, it may change. I do not want to bust your bubble because <laughs> this plant is an alive. No, that's fine. I would say like ninety percent of our decorating is complete. There's just like little places here and there that need like finishing. Like something. We just don't know what yet. Yeah. The hard part is you're not like it's not. It's kind of frowned upon to like hang things on your walls. So yes. We, to try not to put 
Yeah, you don't really much on the walls. It's a lot of like decor. Yeah. Um, Because if you've ever seen pictures of our house, you know we like to live in a show house. (laughs) We do. We don't like the house to look like anyone lives in because it makes complete sense. Yeah. Um, But yes, the beside our TV, we needed something. So I Mm -hmm. think of. I don't know about the ladder shelf yet, but that could stay. But the other side with the plant, I think it's gonna look really nice. Yeah, I think so too. The plant stand was black. Yes. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Perfect. Amazon DE man. Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) Amazon DE be putting in the work. (laughs) Looking back, like through my email with all of the orders, I'm like, I wonder how much money we have spent since we've moved here. To be fair, we didn't have a lot coming in, so like a lot of it has been things we we do genuinely need. It's very true. Um, And a lot of things we didn't like, we don't need. (laughs) Yeah. So Americans that may be moving to Germany, don't you worry, Amazon DE. It's got whatever you need. It delivers just as just as good. It really does. Yeah. I love Amazon. <laughs> I know. The Amazon truck, like practically between us and our neighbors, we both have and now some I have pretty like a- severe <laughs> Amazon addictions. And I'm like good friends with the delivery guy now. Yeah. <clears throat> he just has me sign for like everybody in our building because he, he knows that I'm home all day. <laughs> he speaks English pretty well, so yeah. that's been super helpful. <laughs> Caitlin's new role is package manager. <laughs> I'm like, that goes over there. That <laughs> one here. This one Kayla here. Kayla knows where everyone lives and where he put everything. <laughs> and it's really cute because obviously English is not his first language. Mm-hmm. So um, we can say our last name on here, right? I guess they know. I mean, sure. That's probably come up before. Um, obviously, our last name is Seymour. Yeah. And they go, Simone. <laughs> and I'm like, we're Italian. <laughs> That was the new one. <laughs> We've had, like, say more before. That's usually we have a different... Is. It's a different little spelling. bit of a different spelling than... The one you normally would see. Right. Um, but it was just funny. It was similar. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's me. <laughs> That'll work. Uh, sorry, I rambled. <laughs> um, are you ready for my next one? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> so, this is definitely spooky, creepy, um, paranormal. And we're going to fast forward from my last one that was in the 1800s to 1947. Okay. Um, there were two American vessels kind of going through the, it's called the Straits of Malacca. Okay. Um, which was in Southeast Asia, which is now present day, like Indonesia. Okay. Area. Mm-hmm. Um, so there two ships were the, called the city, that's funny, the city of Baltimore mm. and the Silver Star. Okay. Um, they both were just kind of cruising along when they both started receiving, like, getting, they, they, like, they were getting flooded with distress signals mm-hmm. um, from this ship called um, the Aurang Madan. Okay. And some of it wasn't making sense, but they definitely had an SOS. Um, and this, I'm reading exactly what it said. It said. Um, it says, we float. All officers, including the captain, dead in chart room and on the bridge. Probably whole of crew dead. Okay. That's not that's good. not great. <laughs> um, so there was kind of some more Morse code, but, like, a lot of different, like, dots and dashes that were not making sense to okay. anybody. Um, but it was very frantic, very quick. Yeah. And then it kind of went silent for a minute. And then a very clear, I die. Ooh. Came through. That's definitely not good. That's definitely not good. And that is the last they heard from the ship. Oof. Um, so they're, like, cruising it yeah. to try to get to this ship to see if, what like... What the hell's going on? Anybody is alive yeah. at this point. Um, the Silver Star reached them first. 
and a few of the men boarded the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, they, upon looking at it, there was no damage. Like it was undamaged. It looked right. completely fine. Um, when they got on, though, however, it was just covered in corpses, dead Oof. corpses, everywhere. And there was even a dead puppy dog, mm. and that was very sad. Um, so obviously, it's kind of jarring seeing mm-hmm. all of these dead bodies. Um, but upon kind of looking more at them, um, mm-hmm. they realized that they were all lying on their backs. Ooh. Um, they were frozen. And all of their faces were frozen with, like, looks of what they described as, like, pure terror. Like, their eyes were wide open, staring straight ahead. Their mouths were open. Ooh. And frozen. Interesting. Yes. Um, I, I, I don't like that. Yeah. Um, and they never figured out what happened? Um, no. Interesting. There's... I'll get into kind of, there's some theories of what happened. Um, it's all kind of weird. <laughs> um, but they basically go through this whole entire ship to see if there's anybody that survived. Mm-hmm. And there were no survivors. Um, so they decide that they're going to tether the ship up to their ship to tow it back yeah. to land. Um, but then they kind of <clears throat> uh, discovered a fire. In the lower deck, oh, okay. and it was spreading like very rapidly to where they were like, "We can't have this obviously attached to our ship." Right. Um, so they did have to break the tether and get off, and they decided to kind of scoot away from it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And pretty much as soon as they were like a good distance away from it, it exploded. Wow. And sunk. Wow. Yeah. Um, not good. So weird, right? Yeah. So. There were some theories of what could have happened. Sure. Um, so one theory is that the ship was part of a smuggling operation, mm-hmm. um, and it was believed that they were maybe transporting um, nerve agents, um, and then also a theory of potassium cyanide and nitroglycerin. Oh. So apparently, when that hits like seawater, that can have a really bad like chemical reaction that okay. um, can asphyxiate you. Oh, okay. Well, that would make sense. Yeah. Yep. So that's kind of where the death came in. And then if it said the seawater hit the nitroglycerin, that could have started a fire and or an explosion. Oh, okay. So that could kind of tie into the fire and the big boom. Um, There's another theory that there could have been a kind of a small, um, like, smoldering fire in the boiler system room. Mm -hmm. Um, And that could have released... Carbon monoxide, which obviously uh, yeah. knows that can kill you. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, fire and carbon monoxide is not, not going to be good. And that could cause a fire slash explosion. Hmm. Um, nobody really knows. Interesting. Uh, it, it, to me, my questions are, why were they frozen? Yeah. Like, I get carbon monoxide, mm-hmm. but why are they, like, frozen? I don't know. Weird. Like, like petrified. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, I'm like getting basilisk vibes. Yeah. It's Maybe they saw the Kraken. Maybe they saw the Kraken. I'm going with the Kraken. It's Kraken. <laughs> um, okay, so it gets weirder. Okay. So, obviously, this starts spreading kind of around the world. It's like crazy story, story yeah. happened. We don't know what's like mm-hmm. going on. So, it's starting to get published in like magazines and newspapers kind of all over the world. Uh-huh. This is kind of what's going on. Um, it's kind of lost in translation and nobody really knows why. Um, but like some say it happened in what 
most people believe is June, mm-hmm. but the dates are all different. So like over here, it's June 4th. Mm-hmm. Over there, it was June 7th. So everyone's like, when did this yeah, like, happen? happen. Um, so it kind of, it's even more weird that there was, upon like looking up the um Madan, all ships that are named have to have like registration and documentation mm-hmm. of being built. There was none of that Ooh. for the Aurangwadan. That's weird. Nothing. They like went to all the like countries and yeah. neighbor countries, anywhere near, far. Nobody had any record of that ship. What else was really weird, the Silver Star ship that attempted to rescue them, they were never able to find the records of the attempt to rescue mission, mm. which obviously needs to be documented and recorded. And there was no... Interesting. Nothing found of it. So were they involved? So that's literally... There was another... I. It was too much for me to like dig into, but... There, like, it kind of went along with the um, smuggling theory mm. that there was just kind of some illegal stuff going on. And, stuff yeah. Going on. yeah. Interesting. And the cracker rolled up and said, boom. Bye. Case closed. Yeah. Busted. What is on your arm? It's bothering me. I don't know, honey. It's just like a little red spot. Is it a ringworm? I don't think so. I hope not. It's just like a little red circle. It's not itchy. Or it's not a bruise. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that's the story of the Aurang Madan. Nice. That is a weird one. Yeah, it's really weird. It's very strange. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm still going with the Kraken theory. <laughs> the Kraken was actually busting an illegal operation. And not today. The Kraken is just keeping the friendly seas not safe. My, not my ocean. Right, exactly. Aliens. Yep. It could have been the... Maybe the Kraken is an alien that just hangs out. Absolutely. Because as I've said, I believe the aliens are in the ocean. I don't think they're above. They're down in the body of water that we've only seen like 3% of. <laughs> did you see they reached the bottom of the ocean? I did. You showed Ooh, yeah, that made me I didn't like that at no, all. That, I, I would not do that, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It was pretty wild. Mm-hmm. All right. Hit me. All right. Well, the next one I've got is the USS Lexington. Okay. Um, whose nickname I read was Lady Lex. Um, so she was commissioned in 1934 and when she was decommissioned in 1991, she was the oldest working aircraft carrier. So this is an aircraft carrier. I love that they're her. I know. Ships are always she. I don't know why. Because they're badass. Yeah. And, um, well actually there's kind of a fun fact about that. We'll get there. All right. Um, so after, uh, being built and passing all of her tests, she joined the fifth fleet at Pearl Harbor. Okay. Um, and during World War II, she spent 21 months in combat. Um, and these are some pretty staggering statistics. Um, her airplanes destroyed 372 enemy aircraft in the air and 475 on the ground. Nice. And they destroyed 300,000 tons of enemy cargo. Nice. So, um, She's putting in the work. She was. And, like, these kind of just um, high statistics of taking, you know, enemy aircraft and whatnot, and the fact that I believe she sank, like, four times and was fixed and restored and sent back to service. Mm -hmm. Um, She earned the nickname the Blue Ghost due to the number of times that she sank and returned to action. Nice. Yeah. So in 1962, um, she sailed to Pensacola, where she became a Navy training carrier. Um, And after her eventual decommissioning, uh, Corpus Christi, Texas, was selected as her as the location for okay. her permanent moorings. So that's where she is today. Okay. And you can tour her just like um, the USS Constellation. It's mm-hmm. kind of run by an organization. 
Um, so just to give you kind of some fun facts as well about the ship, um, during World War II, the ship carried around 3,000 crew members on it. Okay. It's That's fun. a lot. It is. A lot of people. At, looking at the carriers always just, like, astounds me that mm-hmm. something, like, so freaking big doesn't sink, for one. Yep. And it, I'll get to it, but it actually can move quite fast. Mm-hmm. Um, its flight deck is 910 feet long, and the height from the water to the flight deck is 52 feet. Okay. So this is the one that got me. Her top speed was 30 plus knots, which is 34 miles per hour or 54 kilometers per hour. I like your conversion there. Yeah, trying to, (laughs) obviously, we're we're still getting used to the metric system over here, but, um, so she could actually, she she could be cooking when Mm -hmm. she wanted to, um, as just like the U.S. Constellation, there, uh, she saw a lot of battles, so there's kind of no doubt there will be hauntings Mm -hmm. aboard the ship. Um, so this one didn't have as much specifics, but visitors often report seeing, um, people wearing World War II era uniforms on the flight deck okay. who kind of promptly just vanish into thin air. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a spirit that is known as Charlie and he like on the U S constellation, USS constellation likes to take people on tours and ensure they don't get lost and then promptly disappear. Okay. Um, At least they're nice. Cause when we toured the USS Yorktown, that shit is a puzzle. A maze. Oh like, my God. You could so easily. I don't know lost. how, how do you do that? Like, I don't how know. Do you, I guess you just figure it out yeah. like, eventually, but yeah, it's going to be so hard. It is. And like, as someone who's claustrophobic, I, I would not have done well. No. Like very tight spaces. I didn't like it. Like touring it. There were some places no. that I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, the only weird thing that happened to me on New York town was we went into a like medical bay Oh, and right. they had all the bunk beds, like, where patients would lay. And, like, I don't know why, but I literally just went up to one and, like, put my hand on it. Just, I don't know why I did it. I just did it. And they were telling a story about someone who apparently, um, like, saved the ship in one way or the other. And they, unfortunately, died in the medical bay. And he pointed right at the bed that I was touched, touching yeah. and said, like, that's where he died. And I was like, mm, that was oh. weird. <laughs> my, my little sensitive senses were yeah, kicking in there yeah your spidey senses were yeah they were sensing. going yeah so that was kind of interesting um also on the uss lexington uh, an evp of a female voice was captured on the flight deck um and i found this interesting too the uss lexington was the first carrier to have female crew members stationed oh, interesting. On it. cool so badass woman badass woman yeah so that is the um that's the uss lexington i like that that's yeah cool. Not as cool as your first one, but... Yeah, I think the constellation, <laughs> like, it's... You know, I think... I love when, like, ghosts have names. Yeah, like, you can talk to people. We know specific people, mm-hmm. so... I always find that interesting. Yeah. But, yeah. Great topic idea. Thank it's, you. Uh, a little change of pace from haunted houses. Mm-hmm. It's true, but... Haunted bars. There's one thing I've learned on this podcast. Literally, a shoe can be haunted. Like, anything <laughs> can be haunted. Literally. That's why we never run out of topics, because we're like... And people have asked that. That's a very common question that mm-hmm. we get, like... How do you find like haunted stuff, paranormal stuff? And I'm like, literally every day. <laughs> yeah, we literally sometimes we'll like this, like we kind of come up with a theme mm-hmm. and we research based on that. Or sometimes, literally, we just Google haunted places and we go from there. And sometimes that leads to a theme. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's never hard to find something. No, I mean. There's a haunted Walmart in Texas, for God's sake. Like, literally, everything is haunted. <laughs> everything can be haunted. Yep. So, yeah, no, I thought it was interesting. Oh, 
uh, you got for Christmas, like a calendar of like paranormal ghost stories each day. Yeah, that's really cool. You've gotten a couple ideas from that one. Yeah, and that's where I got the constellation from. Nice. So, yeah. I thought that would be an interesting. It was like one of the coolest gifts ever. That's a great gift. Every day there's yeah, we a, do enjoy a ghost story. Yeah. Yep. We do like We have a, a show house. Like we don't, like I said earlier, we said earlier, we don't like anything <laughs> to out look of place. In. I'm like, that calendar sits on my kitchen counter. <laughs> it does. It does. It's a good one. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, good. That was a good one. That was a good episode. I liked I that. I enjoyed that. And now too. we get to have the rest of the weekend to relax and not go see some castles. Yeah. I'm excited. Me too. All right. Well, come visit me on Facebook. Go see Caitlin. Um, let's see. Come see us on Instagram. Uh, I will try. I will say I'm, I'm going to be better about doing Ooh. stories while we're on our adventures this weekend. Yes. So this comes out after that point. But, um, you know, especially if we do Frankenstein's Castle, definitely we'll take pictures yeah. and do videos and we'll definitely. keep you all up to date. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. So. Uh, let's see, that's Instagram. Come see us on Twitter at ghoul underscore friends. You can find us on TikTok at ghoul friends podcast. And if you have an email or a listener story, which is still only one person has sent, mm-hmm. so get to it. It is ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. And if you need to get yourself some sweet ghoul friends merch, I need to get a new t-shirt because I've worn my t-shirts. We do need some more. It's like become my house cleaning shirt and she, she rough. Our, um... My sweatshirt is pretty pretty ragged, too. Yeah, so. <laughs> Maybe the, um, I feel like you shouldn't dry it. If you buy it, don't dry it. Yeah, yeah, it kind of wears it. Because that, yeah. But if you would like to do that, um, and yes, we do have to buy our own merch. <laughs> I'm like, that's kind of wrong. It's coolfriendspod.redbubble.com. Yes. So, yeah. Any final last words before we wrap up? Yeah, I'm going to have plenty to say here in a minute. That they're going to hear it in their ear holes. Okay. Well, we'll go ahead and wrap up for now. Stick around to the end if you want to hear our blooper and hear Caitlin's <laughs> beautiful belch that we caught on recording. Caught on camera. <laughs> caught on camera. Um, but for now, we hope you have a safe and spooky week. As always, I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. We're your cool friends. Bye-bye. Cheers. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> I thought it was better. Yeah.